and salutations. Welcome to Onward and Upward, a Kansas City podcast. My name is Blake Rumsey. I'm the host of this show, and today is August 10th, episode 12 of this podcast. I have with me on the show today, Mr. Mate of Streetwave. For those was of, good. Yeah. Sorry. It's all good. It's all good. Uh, the Streetwave being the umbrella umbrella of this of this podcast or the umbrella in which I am under with this podcast. Nate is the founder and the generalissimo of of said uh, of said uh, podcast and brand. It's a brand at this point. And it's just getting bigger and bigger all the time. So Nate is joining me on the show today for a special end of season episode uh, for onward and upward. We've we've done now twelve episodes, and so we're gonna take a break for about a month or so and we're gonna or a little a little over a month and we're gonna uh start the next setup so in that time we'll have we'll have some time off but we'll we'll accumulate all of this news and stuff and we'll just we'll unleash it and we'll have we're we're hoping to have a really like some new and really cool things that we'll be planning out and uh yeah uh, in, in this uh next run because this is Almost been like a trial run for me because I've never done a podcast before, as I've said at the beginning of this show. And so, you know, this has been a way to learn. Yeah, and you've been doing good, man. Well, I appreciate it, man. You got to keep it up. Season two is going to get out of control. So I'm uh, I'm stoked for it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We've got got some big ideas and and things that we really want to implement. And having some time to do that will be very much very much uh needed i mean to be able to do it you have to have the time and specifically when in our situations we've got jobs we've got you know you know nate's got a family i've got my own family i got you know i hang out with and then my friends and we got all kinds of things going on so we have to you know we need to have that long stretch of time where you know we have saturdays we can plan stuff um and then travel we've all got traveling and, and things that we're doing so so yeah, so this episode we've I don't actually have a lot of news for y'all. We only have a couple of things. Strangely enough, this is the first episode where I've have literally only a couple of items. That's strange, man. It's it's super strange. I I don't uh, I don't know why. It's just kind of a there's always a there's always at some point in the year in the years I've been keeping up with this sort of stuff. There's always, I mean I've I've seen it to where there's been sometimes a month where there's just no no news worth talking about nothing really interesting it's just a lot of oh yeah i knew this was opening or oh yeah this uh this was gonna happen it's but there's nothing like oh wow did you guys hear about this so do you think over uh the summer so far it's been a busy um developments going on here in the city i would say so yeah we've had i mean there's so many things that have started which i which with that i'd like to have at the end of this episode we'll do kind of a What's kind of been going? What's under construction? What's Blue. going on? Blue. Kind of a state of the state since this is the last episode, and just yeah. kind of give you a rundown of a lot of the stuff that's where that's at, mm-hmm. at least off the top of my head, because there's there's a lot. Um, uh, but yeah, that's that's kind of that's kind of it. And I th- uh, I mean, yeah, this is every year Kansas City. The number of stuff that's announced that's that's oh, this is going to happen, or this could happen, or this is what's planned. Just every year, it just grows a little more and a little more and a little more. And sometimes it's in some certain things exponentially more. Whether that's office construction or um, uh, transportation developments or coffee, alcohol, um, 
stores, you know, selling retail stuff of any kind. It's there's different things that jump up grocery stores and stuff. So there's always there's always a jump in something. And I mean, like coffee this year, as I've talked about before, I didn't think was going to explode as it did because all of a sudden you have all these announcements of some places getting second locations, other places getting starting up new. You know, I, a lot of things I had no idea was going to happen. I thought this would be the plateau year for coffee in Kansas City and just kind of settle down, but no. Mm. In fact, we just we were just talking about somebody we know is getting ready to start another coffee roasting company. It's like, holy shit. <laughs> like, this is crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right, yeah. Right, right. And we, yeah. we won't... We, since, like, oh. <laughs> that, isn't, that hasn't been completely made public yeah. and yet. And, and I've talked about this person on the podcast before, but I didn't mention their name because I, did, I, you know, I don't have permission to give it. So... But it, uh, this guy, he's he knows his stuff. He knows a lot. And oh yeah, he's a wizard. He's a friend of the of us here at the podcast. So, um, and his business, one of his business, at least one of his business partners is is a cool dude as well. And we uh, we look forward to hopefully talking about that in the next you know five months or so would be my guess. But anyway, lots of stuff uh, that's happened this summer and 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 even in the early spring when we started. So, I mean, twenty twenty guys. You know, outside of some economic downturn, which doesn't affect Kansas City as much as it does the coast, the coast get will you know the next major financial bit will have a meltdown. It'll be bad. But for us, we do okay because we're pretty. We're out here in the center. We're we're not the most uh, these. There's just it because of geogra- geography and our economic placement, our populations, a bunch of different factors we're able to ride out storms much more evenly than the coast do. They are up, up, ups, and they are, you know, uh, nosedives into the ground when, when, econ- uh, when econ- uh, econ- the economy is good or awful. So, and that can be to our benefit at times um, in either case. So, yeah, 2020 will be a big, it's going to be just as big this year. Every year I'm like, when am I going to see the stuff drop off? And it doesn't. So let's hope for the best. So Nate, uh, what uh, what's new with you? What do you got going on that you you'd like to talk about? You, I know you've got some some announcements and things that you're you're doing with Street Wave in general and and with partnerships with other groups and things. What what would you like to talk about? Um, shoot, man, uh, the summer is winding down for us. Um, we've uh, since I've came back from Chicago, um, we've got everything lined up till probably the middle of September right now. Awesome. Um, just really planned out on um, the content and when we're going to be releasing new podcasts and whatnot. So uh, we're just wrapping up season four of um, the short series. That's so crazy. Season um, four. <laughs> yeah. Right. And then we uh, hopefully get up to season six by the end of the f- 2019. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then. Uh, the new short series will start in 2020. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of things that will be happening this fall with us, um, not just podcast-wise, but um, in the community and in the culture mm-hmm. here in the city. Oh, which yeah. I'm really, really looking forward to. Uh, just connecting with some new people, some new creatives out there. Um, I'm going to be out in L.A. again and end of October, early November. Um, someone want to make some connections out there. Um, yeah, um, just come back with some more energy for the rest of the year and then drive into 2020. Guys, it's Street Wave's got some huge, huge things that are coming up on the horizon. 2020 is is going to be a specifically the biggest year yet, and mm. and and not just a big year, not just a big year, just because it's a newer podcast and it's slowly growing. But I mean, it's going to take some huge mm. 
jumps ahead and it it's going to reach some summits that it re- that it wasn't even reaching for but all of a sudden it's found itself at and it's yeah. going to be cresting those and it's going to be it's going to be uh, the heights scaled are going to be crazy so Definitely. be on the lookout i mean street wave will go from being what a lot of people in this town that are in certain communities know about to it'll be something that almost everybody i think in midtown and downtown especially will be aware of will be like oh yeah i've heard of street wave that's like that's a Kansas City, like a big mm. podcast for Kansas City. Mm. And that's, I think we could definitely see that become a, very much a reality in 2020 with the stuff that's planned. So Definitely, definitely. Appreciate Exciting. it, man. It feels good um, to be where we're at. Um, Dom and I have been working on some really good things this fall, mm-hmm. like I said. Um, so I think with the, the new She Says Season 2 coming out too as well, so mm-hmm. be, um, be ready to be listening to that to the ladies. Um I, they're going to be coming with some really big topics and some um, really great um, conversations. They're mm-hmm. going to be stirring up, just not in their conversation, but hopefully um, globally. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, man. There you go. There you go. Big stuff. Big stuff. Um. So yeah, that's that's kind of what's been going on in our world. And in fact, uh, Nate. Uh, well, well, we'll be talking about this by the next season but he's getting ready to go to uh, la you said right yeah mm-hmm. yeah going to complex con the yeah. la one so yeah. i mean it's he's he's a busy man now it's it's pretty crazy how just the growth is just off the charts in the things it. that's going on content um what's going on in your realm man i so just you know i work i work at the linda hall library for those who don't know i uh, coming to visit you yes i uh i work i work there and I do. Uh, um, it's an int- it's a fascinating place, and it's it's probably the be- the one of the best kept secrets about Kansas City because nobody oh, there's probably only twenty thousand people or so that know it exists in the city, and it's the largest STEM library in North America, y'all. I mean, so STEM being science, technology, engineering, mathematics. So a science a private science library that's open to the public. Um, it's the largest. I mean, you have to go to Europe or to Japan or China to find something as big as this. We're one of the largest in the world for what we do. Um, so it's, that's what I do mainly. I work Sorry. there and I do that stuff. That's, that's kind of my, my basic career path right now. And, uh, <clears throat> and with that, um, other than that, man, I'm, I'm getting ready to go to Boise, Idaho, Boise, Idaho, I should say. I found this out from <laughs> native Idahoans. It's Boise. Shame on you. Boise, Idaho in uh just a month from now i'm going to be going out there um my lady is currently hanging out out there right now with her where she's from so we're going to be do uh going to go out there and visit i've never been that far west or to the northwest so that'll be fun um i uh yeah not much i mean i'm i'm hoping to hit up some different different places that have opened up in town that that we've talked about on this show that i haven't been able to see yet um I'd like to go out to St. Louis and make a little trip. Um, just, you know, normal stuff. Spend a lot of my time in coffee shops reading. So that's, I'm hoping to knock out some books that I've really taken a long time to, to finish up this past late spring, early summer, so, or midsummer. So I'm hoping to do that. Um, other than that, not a whole lot. Uh, just hoping to get some things worked out with this podcast for the next season. I think you can. I think you can handle it. I think, I think I, so I think too. You can do it. Um, that being said, uh, we can uh, we can go right ahead and jump into 
the podcast and what you know what we have to talk about here. So the f- what's what's you gonna say something? Oh no oh. no you're good. Okay, so the first thing I that anything. I actually forgot to write down here that's the f- very first stop on our tour in, in the north side. Since we go from north to south here, that's why I liked it. North south and then just kind of random. That's kind of wherever. Um, is uh, there's been a um, there's a meeting next week. I don't know what day, but next week will be there will be a presentation on the three different alternatives for the re- replaced uh, the replace or replacing the Buck O'Neill Bridge. So the Broadway Bridge there on the north side of the Loop. You know, as you go from you know by the airport by the downtown airport into the River Market slash Garment District. The, as you all, some of you at least know from, we've talked about on this podcast a couple times, the Buck O'Neill Bridge is going to be replaced. It's not going to be repaired. They want to build a new bridge. And this bridge, one of the options specifically, and that's probably the one they're going to push for, connects it to I-35. So it sends it southwest instead of south across the bridge. They would build something. I don't know what they would do with the current one, if they would just flatten it down to, to a to like street level, but that's kind of one of the hopes is that it'll go back to street level again and not arc up into it so that it goes straight in so they can actually build some different things that'll, and, and there wouldn't be as much congestion there to have to have what is currently the design. But so they're going to be presenting three different options. One is uh, West alternative. One is the center and one is adjacent. And I don't, so I don't actually know what that means, but I think it means one bridge goes farther west down the, uh, down the river or across the river and connects to I-35. One is more, one is more centralized and goes straight down and one is directly adjacent to that bridge, to the current bridge. And it's basically the same design. I think that's what they're referring to, but, I don't know for certain, uh, but that's kind of, that's that's some big news on the transportation side because that needs to happen, and man, because the congestion on that bridge would be so drastically reduced if you just if, because like, I would bet sixty plus percent of it is going on I thirty five south to Johnson County, hmm. um, to get or, or or to get to uh, you know all the reasons that people work and you know all the various corporations that are out there so that would alleviate that there and that potentially could change the design makeup of the the western side of the river market and allow more pedestrian friendly stuff over there than what is currently there and not and less dangerous because people aren't flying into that because it would just be less people and all that so that is on the transportation side and the river market side that's the latest bit of news i have um the next bit I have is is just across the North Loop uh, in the Garment District at 9th and Wyandotte. So on the southwest corner of that of that crossroad. So this is directly, this is the parking lot directly east of 21C Hotel, the old Savoy Hotel. And just north of John's Big Deck, there is... There's been announced that a new company wants to come in and build a hotel. The uh, I like hotels. Right. The, this this new 
This new hotel is called, uh, would be called Cambria Hotel. It is from a South Dakota developer. Hmm. Um, that uh, they're called Lloyd uh, Lloyd Companies, I believe, or Lloyd Construction. I'm not sure. Um, they're out of Sioux Falls, South Dakota. They're planning a 28 million dollar um, six story building uh, that would be their very first uh, uh, business venture into Kansas City, which is which uh, which was what we need. We need more outside companies coming in and wanting to invest in the city. And the uh, it's a 149-room hotel uh, that is planned. Um, the design for it is much more complementary of the neighborhood since most of the buildings down in that particular area are extremely old. They're a hundred, for, for American city, it's extremely old. They're 100-plus years old. There's not a whole lot of new stuff. So they want to build something that complements that with a lot of older, an older design kind of in some ways. So, which is nice with, you know, red brick and that sort of thing. But the, uh, uh, yeah, they, their plan is to, they're getting Cambria Hotels involved, um, which is part of the Choice Hotels group, from what I understand. According to, and I'm getting this information primarily from Kevin Collison's article at cityinkc.com. Um, they, uh, according to the article, this is uh, they they saw the opportunity for growth here because of so, what all's going on, so they wanted to. Uh, this is according. Uh, they ta- uh, Collison talked to a guy named Luke Jessen, who's the development manager for Lloyd, and you know he he said you know they really want to get involved in our market because they see a lot of opportunity here because of just the expansion of hotels and infrastructure and everything that's going on downtown, and the number of conventions and that sort of thing. Um, According to the article, they they hope to break ground in late winter and want to be ready to open in spring of 2021. So that's quick. That's really fast. Yeah. Um, and they don't, and the best part is they are not seeking any tax incentives or other public financial assistance for the project. That's a quote from from Collison. Um, the, the plan also, I forgot to mention with this, is to have 3,600 square feet of retail on the bottom floor. So it's not just going to be there with, uh, you know, it's not just going to be the hotel itself. And that's not to mention there'll be, I guess, a 57 space for uh, parking for vehicles. Um, so there will be some, but I guess that's on the backside would be my guess. But that's a, the, that's a lot of retail space, that's, and there's not a lot around over there because it's mainly major offices, uh, apartment lofts, and that sort of thing. So to have to have some more retail is desperately needed in that part as it slowly grows. So that's great news um, on that end. Um, hopefully we'll be hearing more about this in the next couple months because I'm, there, it still has to get approval from the city to actually exist. But the fact they're not trying to go for a TIF or anything for t- for tax increment financing and trying to get this deal where they, you know, we we want you know we don't want to be we want to be tax free for twenty years or fifty percent or whatever they're not seeking into that so that is a major plus for this so it'll probably go through pretty quickly would be my guess but I don't know for certain so Cambria Hotels at Ninth and and Wyandotte my assumption is is the name will probably change maybe it'll have some name by Cambria Hotels something by Cambria Hotels would be my guess. 
Um, so that's that's something to keep an eye out for. That's that's good news, and comes at a prescient time for that sort of thing. My next bit, and this is actually the last of what I have to talk about, is some new renderings have been released uh, for the Hallmark District, uh, for the Crown Center District area. So we're talking about mm. along Main Street, and so the area in between Gillum and Main Street, there just by uh, uh, the fork that goes up into uh, the Federal Reserve and the uh, Liberty Memorial and all that. So this is just adjacent to um, the Union Cemetery and uh, the Union Lofts over there. And also that's pretty getting pretty close to being finished, the gallery apartments that are along Gillum there just before you get to uh, Hallmark, that's right across the street from Hallmark's giant parking garage and and chill and also children's mercies over there and all that stuff filling stations just down the street from there as well so that's that there's some new renderings for this stuff because this this has been a project plan for like 40 years to build this stuff to to slowly have all these areas that they own have office buildings uh apartments condos and things like that built so they currently released some new ones with some fairly large buildings along the street there, because as you know, there's some empty lofts, or some empty uh, parcels there, especially along Main Street. There's two, there's two of them, um, and one one is directly across the street from the giant metal suspension art sculpture thing, and their plan is to put two office buildings. Uh, this is according to the renderings. Two office building opportunities capitalize on exceptional views to and from the Penn Valley Park in Main Street. And they, they want, dis, quote, distinctive design and pedestrian-friendly ground-level uh, uh, level mark uh, to mark the gateway to Crown Center. So these buildings would be large. They look like they're about 14, maybe 15 stories. They would drastically change your drive north up down Main Street as, as you're going from Liberty Memorial, and you can see downtown, drastically change it because it would be they would eliminate those big open spaces. So it would be... Actually, really cool, and much more of you know much more of what our city is is a bigger city feel. But there's plans for stuff on the opposite side. They want um, they want all kinds of things. They want to have a mixed use and office uh, residential buildings just east of there, more towards Gillum. They uh, uh, with ground floor retail, and I mean we're talking about a lot of ground floor retail, thousands of square feet for these buildings, thousands of square feet. Um, and, uh, yeah, just tons of stuff. They want to make it a neighborhood that people live in, people work in, and people, yeah, people do stuff in. It's not uh, that it's, it's a self-contained community in and of itself neighborhood, not just a business area or an apartment block of stuff, not just mm. some business park or something. So really cool stuff on the horizon there. This is all subject to change, as as we've said, and you know this this has changed over the over the decades that they've released different renderings. But this is becoming more and more of a reality as Crown Center is able to make, or uh, Hallmark is able to actually make money be, from stuff because they have different businesses coming in. As the city gets bigger and the urban core is growing, they're actually able to do stuff with these property and not just sit on them. 
Um, I should mention also to give a shout out to the these renderings were prepared by a company called Goody Clancy, and uh, this was for the Crown Center Redevelopment Corps. Um, and so the and so, so yeah, this is all part of Hallmark strategy. They brought in uh, block block real estate, which everybody's familiar with. You see the signs. And then another company called NGZ, uh, which is trying to find off different companies to move into town specifically to so they can build they don't want to do a spec build of these office buildings they want to do one that's ready for a company which as we've talked about several times now over the past probably four or five podcasts they need to do spec builds because that's what's needed because we're, we have companies that need to see this stuff exist they're wanting to move in more asap than what these buildings can be than the timetable these buildings can be built in so that's uh that's what's going on there it's it's not a whole lot in the sense of there's no timetable or anything. This is just concept, but it's far more along than you than than one would think. As we talked about, gallery is almost done there on Gillum. Mm. There's a bunch of little smaller uh, two story, three story apartments being built right right across the streets from those. Or there's because it's all there's several streets over there. And it's all kind of mangled up there, so it's along the the exterior uh, uh, Union Union Hill Union Cemetery set up um so yeah that's that's what's going on in the crown center district uh and that's really for news wise that's all i got um there's not much else going on as far as new stuff to announce or to rumors and that sort of thing uh oh i i do but i do want to talk about and I usually do this at the beginning of the podcast. I, I didn't today because we, we talked with Nate. But I did, uh, on a different note, want to mention that I earlier today, I went to Rochester Brewing and Coffee and, and Roasting Company. So they are over off Southwest Boulevard, over by uh, Crossroads West. Uh, they're uh, that that apartment complex that's right next to the highway. And they, and so this is a block over, this is across the street from Hammer Press, for those who know where that is. They are, uh, they just opened back a few weeks ago and uh, with their coffee program. And as we talked about, and I think the previous podcast, the one before that, they're open till one. Well, until they can get their brewing, their brewery uh, ready because they've, Currently brewing stuff, it just takes time as obviously, you know, when you're fermenting stuff like that, yet alcohol, you have to wait. Yeah. So I went there today after having a meeting with some friends of mine from my church because I, I went for messenger to there because I went, okay, I want to go here. I never have time to go because they close at one currently and I just can't make it. So I went over there to hang out and I was, I was impressed. The space is large. There's a lot of seating. It's there's a lot of natural light because they have a skylight or you know like a they have a you know glass ceiling at one part of it that allows light in. They have an event space garage area that's also seating. Um, that's really cool, and they actually have an area for kids to play in. So if you have kids, you know you, there's a little area that's set up for them, which is cool because most of the guys there are married, and I think most of them have kids. So they're because it's four partners, and they all. Uh, uh, they're all, you know, dads pretty much. They're all older dudes. 
You know, speaking of new coffee spots, I haven't. We should go to Cranes. Yeah, we need to go to uh, Quinto Coffee to uh, our uh, our friend and former colleague uh, at the at our cafe, Mr. Andrew Gallant, Andy Gallant. His we need to go check out his deal. We also need. I mean, we have several because I haven't been uh, over to uh, what is that? Not op- uh, the over there uh, in Fairway. There's the there's that new coffee shop we talked about that's from the Maiden KC guys, uh, and there's also uh, there's also soon to be Split Log Two, and even more specifically, Pendleton Heights Coffee is about to open up. So it's there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of coffee shops to check out. It's just crazy. And I had a I, when it comes to Rochester, I had a really good convo with the guys about that. Specifically, one of the two partners, uh, Drew. And uh, Philip, they're two of the main guys. Big, big, tall dudes, beards. We were we were talking about these things, and uh, Philip is the roaster, and Drew is just is one of the partners, and they uh, just kind of talked about their experience of you know owning a, a business and and you know my you know my my own kind of dreams and ideas and stuff and things they'd like to do and. I, I had a really great experience. They they have they have ways to go with some of their coffee, like their espresso. They're still working out the kinks on because they're new and they're just they're they're experimenting and stuff. But I was impressed with their Columbia. It was really good. Um, and sorry, messenger, I actually enjoy their Columbia more than I did yours today. Boom! So, bam! Sorry, messenger. <laughs> but uh, that's not to say it sucked. It's it just what I just think that I liked theirs more. You know, if messenger was a person, what would what would messenger look like? I don't. I don't know. What about like Thou Mayest and all those guys? It Maybe would, we could. <laughs> we know Bo. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it. I. It would probably look like a guy that works from anywhere. <laughs> looks for Granted, what? when we talk about Thou Mayest or any of that stuff, they all all most of these coffee shops have people that are work, that are hanging out there that work from anywhere, and so they're working away from an office or their house, and. uh that kind of is the new personification for most of Kansas City's coffee shops. Um, but anyway, yeah. Uh, Rochester Rochester doesn't feel like a normal coffee shop. It feels kind of like Colony. In fact, one of the former baristas at Colony, uh, Mark Prost, works there. An old co-worker of mine from my call these days. And as we talked about in the past. And uh, yeah, it's just, it's different. Like, uh, and I told them, I said, you know, when I first heard about you guys, I thought, oh, Lord, we got another coffee shop going in down in the crossroads. Like, maybe we're, maybe I started to doubt Marty Rowe's advice six years ago. We haven't reached saturation yet, Blake. It's going to be okay. And I thought, okay. And then as we've just every year, more and more and more and more and more, I thought, uh, lately I've been like, oh, God, that's a lot. But I I feel rest at ease. Not to interrupt. I hope oh, they good. can uh, differentiate themselves. I think you know? I think they can. Like they have. Okay. They have. TV I'm not saying they can't, but like that's got to be on. It's the more mind. of, it's more of the average guy, average lady kind of coffee, coffee shop and brewery because mm. they have like ESPN on and some news station on, and that's kind of their. What's going on the walls? They have music. Um, it's very friendly towards families, and because I mean they're dudes and they're guys, and 
they're married and they want to have it for their families. You know, they want to be able to hang out there. And, but they also want it to be, and as, as they've talked about in their interviews that have been done with them, they want it to be open to people, to, to average people from the suburbs and stuff or out from out of that, that are not familiar with that kind of stuff and want to, they want to be so pretentious, which I've talked about, I think before, I think Kansas city's coffee scene is getting away from the overexcitement about coffee in a lot of ways. I think it's, it's a lot of it has to do with just growing up. I mean, we've been doing this for a long years and years now. I've watched it change the past six and a half years and everybody's just growing up and it's, you know, there's a lot of realities that are changing and third wave scene I think is, I think is going away and fourth wave is starting to make a deal, which one would go, how do you define that? And I, I, I've said before, I believe, I think this has to do with focusing more on coffee's not actually the main thing at a coffee shop anymore, or it's not the only thing it's in tandem with several other things. It's just as important as food or it's just as important as alcohol or event spaces and stuff like that. And that's what's necessary. So it's basically going back to the way things used to be, as we've talked about before, going back to traditional forms of of uh, third space ideas, you know, in your community. Um, I think that, uh, I think they'll do okay. So, because I, I was encouraged in this, Nate, because I went, when I was there, I saw, only, uh, there was a lot of people that showed up today there. And I only knew one person that came in. I had not, I did not recognize anybody else that came into that place. I, like, and they were not, and I don't think they were Midtowners or they were actually out of, out of the, out of the urban core. A lot of them that were coming in and wanting to see it because wow. they'd seen it or, you know, somehow they'd seen it on the Instagram or, hmm. you know, the news or something or read it in an article. But they, there's, they're getting, they were getting a lot of people. I was like, these are not the normal coffee shop people I see. So this is, this is good. It's reaching a different demographic of people somewhat and, and quite literally so, and, and more, uh, contextual, contextual in that sense. Um, bringing in people that aren't usually going to coffee shops or that are, that we just don't see at a lot of other coffee shops, even like messenger or, um, uh, PTs hmm. or key or something. So that's, that's good. That's good. And I, I come in and I was like, guys, this is great. Like, I don't see a lot of, I don't see these kind of people around here. At least I don't notice them. I've, I've, I usually, when you, in the Kansas City coffee scene, because this is the biggest small town in the world, you tend to recognize a lot of people that hang out in the coffee shops, even if you've never talked to them. You're like, oh yeah, I see them at Monarch, or I see them at PTs, or I see them at Caldi's, or I see yeah. them at wherever. This was not the case there. So that's cool. Um, I think as they get, they're new. And so they've got to kind of figure out their own culture and the kind of people they, that they're going to bring in. And so it'll take some wiggle room, just like that mast had to figure out kind of what they were. Cause I think Bo and Bill had an idea of what they wanted to be. And that's drastically evolved in a lot of ways or just changed, um, you know, for, uh, and that's, and that's, and, and that's positive. And sometimes in some ways it can be negative too, depending on who you talk to, but that's, that's the way it is. So that's pro- Rochester will go through the same thing because they have an, a fairly amb- they're taking an ambitious idea of doing roasting their own coffee and do, making their own beer, which nobody in this town is doing. They're the only one that's doing both of those, and it's under their own brand. And 
they're kind of setting out on their own path and we'll see how it goes. And I, but I think that I think they'll do just fine. And that's, and that's encouraging. Um, especially with, they've got, as we've talked about before, there's two different apartment projects that are potentially going to happen just a block away from there. And they're going to be huge. There's going to be potentially 800 people moving in over there. It's a lot. It's a lot of people of potential customers, not to mention any of the, buildings that are being renovated into apartments or into houses or houses that are being uh, renoed. And not to mention just the increase of people going downtown and hanging out. Um, so yeah, a lot of encouraging stuff there. So uh, Rochester, you guys are cool. I really look forward to hanging out with you guys some more. And, you know, maybe maybe we could even do a podcast there or something. That would be, that'd be sick. We'd like to do more of that. That's kind of the plan with the next thing is going places and, and doing some podcasts in places and hanging out with those people. Um, so, yeah, that's that's what I have to say about Rochester. Uh, that being said, um, the next thing we wanted to talk about a little bit was kind of since we're at the end here for the season, what's kind of going on? Like, what's the stance on a lot of construction projects in town that we've talked about on this program, for those of you who are interested? Um, you know, if we start north... Um, Terminal A is gone at the airport, and is it? It's being clean. They're just cleaning up the the debris at this point. Wow. Yeah, it's already gone. Well, I guess like when I go out there one time soon, you'll be soon, like, oh, I'll there's a like, big empty shit. spot there, right? And yeah, and yeah. Uh, they should begin it. They should be beginning the initial stages of putting stuff together. Probably by December would be my. I would bet November, December, maybe maybe October. I Bro, don't know for certain. Speaking of that too, is uh, the Art Institute like? They yes, are, they are official. So we went to. I got the hard hat, the vest, yeah. and all that stuff, and That's got so to cool. go in and check out. Yeah, yeah. One, the rooms are like really high ceilings That's and awesome. very organized. So I'm really stoked for the kids on that side. Also, um, like the kitchen, and then yeah, the, the cafe where we used mm-hmm. to work together at. Or, I mean, not where we used to work at, but you know what I mean? Well, like we were going to be working at. Yeah, yeah. where we were going to work at. Um, it's great. That's um, awesome. But anyway, yeah, so they, they plan on having that done. Like, I mean, they're going to start moving and stuff during Christmas. That's crazy. Yeah, because you guys will be over in that cafe in the next, like, like January, that's February, nuts. March. Yeah, that's so crazy. Like, guys, it'll be, like, when it comes to the Art Institute deal, they went really fast with that. It's it's a five story building, four or five story building, um, completely remod or completely. It's the first new building for uh, for dorms, and kitchen and all that, in like twenty five years or something. It's because the building they're in they're in right now is ancient and it is awful and it is awful. <laughs> and so this will be super nice, and uh, the cafe guys will be the coolest most most aesthetically pleasing to the eye and have the best equipment of any coffee shop in a higher education academic setting in Kansas City period oh yeah and i and 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 that include but i would even include bigger universities around around the 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 bi-state area so Missouri, Mizzou KU K-State uh Missouri State None of them have this stuff. And as to my knowledge, that like there will be a Slayer, at, hopefully. I mean, they've got it. They have a Slayer. Yeah. They just haven't set it up. But that, like, it's, uh, 
it'll be a big deal. I mean, no, there's a, there's going to be a, a lot of stuff put into this cafe for them, and you'd have to go to other big other cities that are maybe a little bigger than us to find something so so cool. So Cafe Nerman at the Art Institute will be a, will put a name uh, will have a name for itself come 2020. Finally, yeah, and so yeah, when it comes to you know stuff like that, I mean we've got that we've got, we've got the airport, we've got the uh, Art Institute. There's new construction for uh, some buildings at UMKC that's going on. They're about I, since I work over by there, I've been watching that go up. It's some sort of a some sort of a uh, I don't know what kind of center, but there's 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 a building being built there. Um, there is the 46 Pin building that's over in the plaza that's being built right behind the Unity Temple. Or no, by the the Christian Science Building, there on Forty Seventh Street, right behind it, fourteen story buildings being built, and it's it's going to be enormous, and it's it's pretty far along in it, and it's still it's got a long ways to go. Um, I'd say it's probably thirty percent done, twenty five percent done, maybe. I don't, I'm not quite sure. Um, there's uh, there's the Netherlands, the old Netherlands hotel that's being developed into apartments at. Uh, the crossroads of 39th and Main Street, um, just on the north side there. So it's on the 3800 block on the east side of the road, uh, right above Gumby's Barbershop, if you all are familiar with that. Um, that's coming. That's getting along real far. They've got to be about halfway done or close to it with that. And I can't wait to see w- what that looks like. It's going to be so cool. I, th- I think. I really do think it's going to be awesome. Um there's the old, uh, there's the Red Cross headquarters that's being worked on. There's, there's the uh, uh, one of the building down the street from the VA is being worked on, and it's 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 beginning phases are starting soon. There's, <coughs> uh, uh, oh, there's Artistry KC as we've talked about at uh, 19th and Oak. Across from Brewery Imperial, that's being worked on. They've they're getting the their, the uh, foundation stuff currently put into the ground right now, and that that's that project's coming along uh, at a fairly decent pace. I think they've had trouble though because we've had so much rain in the past few months that they it slowed down construction because they couldn't get stuff in the ground. Mm. Same sort of thing I think happened with Reverb, but they also had to go deep underneath the ground as we talked about below the below the water tables because of the the uh, walnut creek that runs underneath walnut street the the that was there before the city was there um so that has to so they had to do that that's coming along really fast reverb is um they're they're finishing setting up the first floor and getting right and really getting the second floor started um uh, we still don't know any. We're still waiting with the whole three light and strata controversy that's going on. Still no news about that. Um, the reserve, so the embassy suites that's going in, the old Federal Reserve building in the government district downtown, they're still gutting that building. Um, it's going to take a long time because it's a fortress. I mean, it was built to be a fortress because it <laughs> was a, it was Federal Reserve. There's tons of money yeah, there. Yeah. Can I can I just say something? Yeah, yeah, of course. I, I uh I absolutely hate driving around the city right now. <laughs> it's pretty awful. There's the, so much in construction. The downtown, you know. What I'm yeah, saying? dude. Well, like it's getting worse because I saw it this morning when I was driving up over to Messenger, 
the Kansas City Star, old Kansas City Star office building. They have begun the process. We talked about this last podcast, but now it's now you can see it. They're they are completely tearing up the the whole front area of that building, and will be putting you know so they can dig into the ground, put their their uh, multiple stories of parking underneath the ground, and their uh, hopefully a grocery store and a food hall there in the front in the front facing the Scientology uh, building. So that's that that's going on right now. So there, that road's about to get yet again narrowed like it was when Scientologists were working over there. That's that whole thing's going on. And, uh, it's just, it's crazy. It's, it's absolutely crazy what's going on. And then not to mention there's the, like we talked about last podcast up just two doors down from messenger, just up the street is that current project going on over there on, on grand and they're tearing, you know, 16th and grand, they're tearing out or they, gutted those two buildings and are completely redoing them into retail and office space. And I think an event space as well. Um, there's just so much and there's the townhouses and the apartments that were being, that are being constructed up in the West side neighborhood. That's coming along. The yards is nearly done down there in the West bottoms and not to mention the Abernathy building, the Liberty building, um, the Bemis building and the Wyoming building down in the North end of the, of the West bottoms. Uh, those are going to be amazing. There's also the building just across the tracks from there. I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head. It's also going to be turned into apartments, hopefully. Uh, gosh, I mean, there's the, there's the River Market. There's uh, River Market West 2 that's being construction, which we talked about as, as a disappointing project because it's built like garbage, or at least it looks like it. Um, and inside sources tell me from other guys that are in the development scene they're like it's it's going to be torn down in 15 years like it's not meant to last it's a scam say it is a it is a scam by developers to we build it we get it out there then we sell it and then somebody else has to clean up the mess later now you can come at me bro with that but that's what it looks like to a lot of people um if you if somebody that works for them has a has an en contraire attitude about it give me a holler and i'd I'd love to discuss i'd like to hear your side of the story but that's what it looks like um no doubt i mean there's this the flash cube building is under construction like we talked about i think this last episode of the episode before that um just so much stuff guys there's so much stuff and there's only more coming um I'm yeah I'm I'm stoked. I mean the the convention hotel is nearly complete as far as exterior stuff. They've already torn they've already uh uh collapsed one of the elevators, taken the uh, outside construction elevator out, put the glass in and uh there's only one serviceable elevator elevator now for that's on the outside of the building for the for the workers. Um so I mean in the next couple months I think you're going to start seeing seeing the streets uh, open and you'll be able to have a full street open again for people, which is will be nice. More, more parking available. So, thank God. Yes, um, it's really true. Um, there's, there's just stuff going on everywhere, folks, and it's with, with the stuff playing in the future. I mean, I don't even know about a lot of stuff that's going on. There's, there's, there are construction projects right now that are in the works besides 1822 Maine that we talked about last podcast and Three Light and Strata and other stuff that are in the works that I have no idea about, as I've said before. Like, I don't know everything, and I, and I welcome anybody that's in 
that line of work, whether they work for companies or construction or developers or whatever that know about this stuff, I would love to have your input if you have any information um, on that because we that's what we're looking for. We want the goods. We want the and we we'll keep stuff anonymous if you want us to keep it anonymous. But there's a lot going on and there's a lot to look forward to. And by the t- when we get back to our next ep- uh, episode, when we meet back up again for next season, so ep- uh, episode 13. We'll probably have a lot to talk about, which will be cool. We'll have a whole month of time to go by. I'm well, really stoked. Be, if you want to be more specific, it'll be season two, episode one. Season two, episode one. That That's true. I don't know what I'm thinking. Yeah, season two, but episode I feel, one. I feel the momentum, and I appreciate Yeah, yeah. Just like, oh, let's yeah, go. Let's, let's go. go. And This guy's had a lot of coffee today. I've everyone. had a lot of coffee and not enough food. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, um, there's so much, and, you know, Lord, or Lord knows what n- new and amazing announcements we could hear in the meantime. Um, so yeah, I mean that's as far as that concerned with a state of the state of the, of construction report. That's kind of what I. That's really all I can give you right now. But on a different topic, I want I want to talk a little bit about what happened. For those of you who know what happened in the first Fridays, this uh, the. August first Friday, a young lady was was accidentally killed um, at 18th and Main in front of the Lead Bank, I think, is where it was at, and because of an altercation between two dudes um, uh, over nothing. And one of the dudes, young kid, 18 man, but still y- stupid young, uh, decided to take the you know take the this fight to a whole other level and pulled out a gun that he had legally, but um, used used to try to end a fight, a fist fight with, you know, potentially killing somebody. Um, when, I mean, that's just not the, that's not how that works. You, you know, you, you, you bloody each other's faces with your knuckles and that's the end of it, you know, and you talk it out after that and have your, but he, he decided to escalate it and, started spraying and shooting and this young lady who was standing there with her boyfriend uh got got hit with one of those bullets straight in the head and was was gone and uh tragic sad didn't need to happen and it uh, it doesn't look good on a on uh on a demographic scale it doesn't look good and and who died it ever and it, it's it's and unfortunately guys I hate being wrong in this instance, but I told you that something like this would happen. I was afraid of what First Friday could turn into whenever it became a free-for-all of Brent trying to get everybody and their mother to come down there because when you start making it about everybody and getting it away from what its original intent was, this is the kind of stuff that happens. You end up turning into Westport or, um, you know, sometimes power and light can be like that as well, or other or other parts of the city that you know night nighttime hangouts, and it's terrible. And Plaza too, like it's it's really it's a tragedy on all scales. Like a kid has ruined his life over over something that over nothing really, and and a, and a young lady has lost her life for nothing, for no reason whatsoever, other than a, other than this kid just not thinking, not thinking through his actions and and another guy being an accessory by get by getting in a, in a in a fight with some dude and not just walking away and going somewhere else um and potentially 
ruining and uh, ruining a a thing that we've been doing in in the crossroads since I believe, from what I heard, two thousand one. It's almost twenty years, and this is what happens when you get out of control with stuff, guys. And this is, it's it's. You know, people people can talk about race or prejudice or whatever, and trying to get stuff into a big deal. But it's like, guys, I want everybody to have a good time. I want I want people to sell their wares and make money, and people you know from all backgrounds to be able to go something like that and go. I want to go here for this because this is what it's intended for. I want to go see art. I want to support artists. I want to partake in the businesses down there. But whenever you make it into being a party of a different kind, and it becomes hey, all these people are now coming to the, to the first Friday just to chase some tail and get drunk and eat food from food trucks, and that's it, and listen to some, some music outside. That's not what this was intended for. If you want to do something like that, it needs to be labeled something else. It needs to be become its own thing on a different day and maybe to like a, a relegate, like make it to a specific part of the crossroads and not all over, you know, so that way it's for... For those that want to go and do stuff like that, like Power and Light or Westport, it's in a it's in a confined area, so that way you can control something like that. Because you know the, where people go, okay, we know that people people that tend to go to art stuff are not troublemakers and don't tend to have run-ins with the law, just in general, because that's not the kind of vibe they put off. So, you know, they they're they're you know those people that go to go for the art scene to hang out and stuff at first Friday originally are not the kind of people they're going to go to, they're not going to go the next night to Westport and hang out at throwback or at Harpo's or Johnny cause or the Kelly's or whatever. They're, they're not going to go do that stuff. That's not their kind of vibe. Um, if you want to do those sorts of things, that needs to be like what Westport has done needs to be relegated, needs to be kept in a confined area. And then those people can have a good time and hopefully not a bunch of crap goes down. But unfortunately, what's happened is happening, guys. There's a lot of people that were from the suburbs that were going to that deal. And guess what? They ain't going to go now. And guess what? A lot of people weren't going to what don't go to Westport that live in Midtown and downtown and in the urban core because of what's hap- what Westport's turned into. And that's a, the Wild West. The people ain't going to go to that stuff anymore. That'll hurt the businesses in the crossroads on First Fridays. And they will see a... a They'll still see money, but they will see a la- a lack of. They'll see a, a reduction of their returns on that deal of of, a, of capital, and that's unfortunate. But that's what happens when stuff like this happens. And guys, this isn't going to be the last time this happens if things don't change. That whenever you try to make this inclusive, because a lot of this stuff I think came down to 2016 is when things started to change. I think it was hmm. related to the election. Maybe I don't know, but there was a there was hope to bring in. Uh, you know, try to try to have an inclusivity to it, and I think they they permitted certain artists or or whatever to come that that tend to have people that are kind of rough and tumble that follow them, and that's unfortunate. That's what's happened, and uh, I hope I hope that some some decisions on the part of the crossroads. Um, neighborhood association will be made that tries to relegate this stuff, whether that's going, okay, maybe we should be a little more careful about the people. We should look into the people that we permit to come in and be like, Hey, what kind of, what kind of crowds are they bring in? Is it kind of, is it going to be a problem? Um, 
and let in those that you're like, okay, that's not going to be an issue and go the other people be like, Hey, you know, we, uh, we don't, unfortunately we'd like to have you, but there's just that it, it, it's, it, you know, you, it's like, it's like if you go out to the, you know, to the, uh, you know, to the truck stop, you know, bar, you know, or they have the big grandstand stuff. If, if you bring in a guy that's associated with the, with biker gangs, you know, guess what? Biker gangs show up and you know what? Sometimes they're rivals and they will beat the hell out of each other or they'll shoot each other. Like that happened in, I think it was out in Nevada, not just a couple years ago, something like that happened. And it was a, it was rival gangs and they were fighting each other. And that's my fear with this. And I don't want to see that happen to Kansas city cultural, uh, things that have traditionally brought the city together. I don't, I don't want that to happen and nobody else should. And we don't need to make this about race. We don't need to make this about money, really. And we don't need to make this about um, certain things other than what is the purpose of First Friday? Why is it there? And does that mean that we end First Friday as we know it? Does that mean we relegate better who we allow to to uh, do performances, performances and stuff there and like the food trucks and stuff? Or... Do we make a separate event that's either for those crowds or that's for, or that we'd make it separate event to where First Fridays is no longer about art galleries and instead goes, hey, let's change it to a second Saturday or something like that. I don't know the answer to that, but something has to change or more people are going to get hurt. And uh, whether, whether innocent bystanders or people that are targeted, and we don't want that, guys. Hmm. That's going to make our city look really gar- look like garbage to your level when it comes to our events, and we don't want that to happen like what's happened in other cities. So anyway, that's y'all. You know, hey, you know, make your voice heard with with the city, and especially with probably the Crossroads Association. Be like, hey, you know, I want to I want to go, but I don't. I I I want to take my kids, but I don't. You know, that's and that's part of the problem is is that it's become less family friendly. There's a lot more, and this is from all kinds of spectrums. There's a lot of stuff you go, kids shouldn't be hearing, seeing, or, you know, be around this stuff. This And and maybe, and that's probably part of the thing is, is that it's like, well, people shouldn't be bringing their kids. I get that. I get that. Maybe there should be something else separate for them. But it's just, it's, it's just, I remember when I first started going to this stuff like six and a half years ago. It's just not the same anymore. And that's been for the negative and I, I hate being right, but that's what's happened. And, um, we can hope and pray that this doesn't happen again. Maybe people go, Oh, you know, there's a come to Jesus moment, moment people. Hey man, I don't want to bring those kind of vibes there. You know, let's go there and just have a hangout and be cool and not, you know, not bring guns and not bring attitudes and animosity towards certain people there. Let's just, let's just go and chill out and not care who's there. But, that's that's what we can hope for. That's what I hope for. But history tells me something otherwise. But anyway, you know, I don't know. It's you know, uh, and Nate, I mean, you're involved in you know First Friday's activity. I know that you've got your own opinions about it and um, and things that affects that affects business owners that you're friends with and have been on your show too. Like, um, yeah, I just. I want what's best for everybody and I want everybody to, to have a good time and succeed and engage in a cultural and now cultural institution for Kansas city at this point. Um, and so they, the powers that be they're involved in that need to figure out what they want and what they're going to do about that. Um, anyway, that's my, 
my commentary on on the subject. Um, I don't have much else to talk about. Nate, do you have anything you'd like to talk about? Or uh, it was a good season. Yeah, yeah, you know it was. I, mean? I think I think you learned a lot about yourself. I think we learned oh, how yeah, to like um, you know different recording, different mm-hmm. um, scenarios. Um, different setups from mm-hmm. like setting up at your house to my place. Yeah, and, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, um, appreciate you and your time. And, yeah, yeah. It's um, been great. It's, it's Thank been you a, for a your great, your time and yeah, effort you yeah. put into this, man. It's uh, it's been a it's been a very um learning full season. So I'm excited for yeah. season two to take it to another level. Agreed. Uh, yeah. Bring on some people and stuff. So yeah, guys, we got we got some real hell of hella crazy, hopefully awesome stuff that at least we're planning for, mm. and that's. It'll be fun. It'll be a fun time. Um, if you have any you know, any questions, comments, uh, news, things you want to share with us, whether anonymously or um, officially, um, you can contact us at streetwave with two Vs at google.com. Or gmail.com, sorry. Not, <laughs> not Google. I'm, I'm, came to mind, Google. But anyway, yeah. So gmail.com. Streetwave two Vs at gmail dot com, and uh, yeah, just let us know. We'd love we may, hey if you want to be on if you're in city development and you want to talk about this stuff, give us a holler. I'd love to I'd love to chat with you sometime and you know maybe get you on the show and I would you know talk with you if, and you know, join in the conversation with us about stuff related to our fair city of fountains. Um, thank you all so much. For joining, you know, those of you who are in Kansas City and those of you who aren't, for joining, or even in this country and that, and that aren't, for joining me on this podcast and listening in and as I grow in this, going from, you know, trying to figure out how I'm going to talk, you know, oftentimes by myself and just kind of figuring things out to really coming into this. It's learning muscles that, you know what, honestly, I think you can do too. Like, I think anybody can do this. It's just a matter of practice. And... Uh, yeah, I, I encourage you if you have an idea and you want to have a podcast, and you want to do something like that, even if it's a, just a, a short series of it and that's a one-off thing, do it, give it a try. Why not? You don't ever have to publish it if you don't like it. <laughs> Nobody's making you. So anyway, um, thank you all for, for coming on. Thank you for supporting street wave and onward and upward. Um, we hope to see you next season. I hope you have a great rest of your summer. I know I, at least I'm pretty sure I will. Can't say for sure. God willing, I will. Um, you know, let's, you know, cheers to ever burgeoning Kansas City on all, on all its corners and uh, growing and, health, and, and let's hope for a healthier, a healthy and growing city constantly um, here at the, at the middle, of, middle of the map. Um, as I always, and to close out, as I always say, know your city. Mm-hmm.